Mrs. Warren. Uh-huh. Just to let you know that you have been shortlisted for the Midlife Crisis of the Year Award. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. Yes, Amazie Warren nominated you. That's my daughter. Yes, she nominated you for flirting with her English teacher. That's right. I did that. How exciting. I can't wait to tell what's left of my family. What do you mean? Obviously, midlife crisis buggered up a few relationships, but it looks like it might be worth it. Oh, you do realise you can't win? What do you mean? Prize will have to go to a man. What? Hang on. Yes, you are there to make up the numbers. Can I just check? You're not gay, are you? No, but I might try experimenting. I don't think I can tick that box. And are you, you know... Black or foreign? Sorry, why is that important? Just trying to check a few boxes. You know, keep the sponsors happy. No, I'm white. Any mental health issues? Apart from the midlife crisis? Not that I'm aware of. Do you have all your limbs? Yes. Oh dear. I'm still nominated though. Yes, I'll just have to find someone else for those boxes. Anyway, as I say, you can't actually win. Why not? Well, what have you actually done? I've started stand-up comedy. I'm a 50-year-old woman, so that's pretty weird, right? And I've stopped going to the gym, and I've developed a drinking problem. I've told friends I've known for years to fuck off. Yes, but have you fucked up an entire country with your ego? Well, no. I've not been in a position to do that. But I have had an affair, and I arrived stoned at my daughter's parents' evening. Yeah, doesn't really compare, though, does it? Oh, you should see what I'm wearing. It is Definitely not age-appropriate. I'm refusing all things beige, and I've rediscovered a love of hats. The bigger, the better. Still, not ruining the economy, are you? Or holding the country to ransom in any way? Like I say, I can't do that. Nobody would give me that sort of power. I'm beginning to wonder why you were nominated. You haven't actually done anything criminal. You haven't lost count of your children, or left one behind whilst getting pissed. You've not applied for jobs you're not qualified for, just for the laugh. You've just been mildly eccentric. I'm not posh enough to be eccentric. You're probably not posh enough for a midlife crisis then. We do need something quite reckless. I'm just putting off the tattoos and the piercings until my mum dies. I think it will go down a storm at the funeral. That sounds more like it. I can still come to the party though. I promise to wear something inappropriate. I'll put a feather in my hair or up my arse if that's what it takes. Will you get drunk? Very. Okay, just so long as you know you can't win. People have got it in their heads that I've got it easy being the tooth fairy, you know, being a magical dash trip, like fantastic, I do a sparkling job, yes I do, but what nobody's talking about or will talk about is all the travelling that I've got to do, you know, being chucked about in the wind for a bunch of kids, half of which don't even believe in the tooth fairy no more, just after a bit of quick cash, but still got to do me job. Somebody's got to do it. I've been doing it for, oh, approximately yonks. If I didn't come to get those teeth, oh, gosh, truth. No doubt you'd be treading them into your carpets. Treading them into the rug. You'd have teeth stuck in the soles of your shoes. They'd be clogging up drains. They'd be in your overpipes. They'd be in your sink pipes. They'd be turning up uninvited. Wherever they weren't invited, you'd be swimming in them.
All I want to ask is people to make life a bit easier for me. I've, I've got to try not to wake people up, yet you're leaving your clackers under your heads. Did nobody ever teach you that's the heaviest part of your body, especially when you're asleep? Maybe just reconsider and leave it on the windowsill and, and leave me a gap to get in instead of leaving it under your big heavy bonds. Dear tooth fairy, my tooth fell out, guess tenner. I will give you one pound. Those new notes are slippery, they don't fold up. Plus, I gotta get rid of me old pound coins somehow, cause I got a great big fucking pile of them at home. Salad tunes. Want to get buried but save the planet too? Salad tunes. Vegan inspired coffins made from our own artisan grown lettuces. Sustainable. Salad tunes. Our patent vegetable mesh system holds you tight as you sleep the eternal sleep. Salad tunes. Environmentally on fleek, two for one offer available. Order your bespoke post life receptacle now. Salad tunes. Do not store near herbivores. May it disintegrate before burial. Salad tombs. Hey there, I'm Lily, and welcome to Lily's beautiful baby model agency. I run the number one children's model agency in the UK. We've had our little angels in all the top brands. From Tara's Tea Room on Southend Pier to Parry and Sons Home Removals that work across not only Essex but Kent as well. Kids can be a little tricky to work with, I'm not going to lie. But the parents, well they can be a fucking nightmare. Sometimes they can be so preoccupied with their child being safe that they're not even willing to take the tiniest of risks. And let's face it, a bit of risk can create a fantastic shot. I'm not talking ridiculous or anything, just a baby on a foot ladder or a toddler on a tightrope. You know, there's so many health and safety regulations these days. It's political correctness gone mad as far as I'm concerned. I can barely do my job anymore. I had this awesome idea of a baby calling over broken light bulbs. It would have been so avant-garde and artsy, but no. Not good for the baby, apparently. But what about the bleeding picture, you fuckers, eh? Toddlers can be really fucking annoying as well. They're so hyper, they won't stand still for two seconds. I find that a crushed Valium in their fruit shoot works a treat. The added bonus of this is that it makes their eyes all big and spacey, which is great. It can make an average looking kid far better looking. But most parents don't like us doing that. But as soon as I explain that their kid will be richer and more famous than they could ever have dreamt, they shut the fuck up. What I really can't stand is but ugly kids and their doting parents that just keep sending in photos of their troll-like kids to me, clogging up my inbox. Why won't they take no for an answer, eh? If I don't bloody respond, it means your baby spawn is a dog that no one amount of Valium can help. Um, oh sorry. Um, anyway, um, when are you going to start filming that documentary then, eh? I'm not here to film a documentary. I'm an enforcement officer from the Child Protection Agency.
be so silly, officer. Of course not. I'm a nun. Us New Age nuns don't wear those footy doody head thingies no more. It's not as sick as F as they say. <laughs> of course I can prove it, sir. I'll tell you about my five precepts. The first one, no killing. Now it's not as easy as it sounds, officer. I mean, what if you get nits or worms? It's not as easy as saying, can you beg her off, please? The second one, no intoxicants. Now, they've obviously not had Christmas dinner with wee ma, have they? (laughs) So I haven't quite kept to that one. But I mean, who does? No lying. Now, I was a bit confused about this one. I mean, I thought they meant no lying down. So I mean, I've been upright for the past six months. I've not been horizontal since June. Okay, so there's that one, no this, no that. Oh, yes. No stealing. I'm brilliant at that. I love how you can just take all those pens from the Argos catalogue shop, isn't it? Now, the final one. My ultimate favourite officer. No sexual misconduct. Now, I don't see you have a ring there, Mr. PC. So it'd be okay for us to have relations. Oh, okay. No, no, no that's no problem. No, don't worry, officer. I've already got my cuffs on. <coughs> And today on the History Channel, we are looking at game shows from the archives. You'll never believe that life used to be like this. Hi there, welcome back to... Back Off! This is my country. If you've just tuned in, we are down to our final two contestants. Competing on behalf of the USA, we have Carl. And on behalf of the UK, we have Leanne. Now, in the break, Carl, you were proudly shown Leanne your MAGA hat. You said you wear it everywhere, even to shower? I do, yeah. I was even interviewed about it last week by Fox News. I figure I haven't taken it off since Mr. Trump got into the White House, so it might be lucky. (laughs) Or some people might think not so lucky. Yeah, and I have something to say to those people. Carl, we are on live television to remind you... Trump 2020! Leanne, I was just admiring your tattoo. It's fresh. Can you tell the audience what it says? Course. It says leave means leave. 31st of October 2019. And we acquired an article written by the Daily Mail about the day you got it. We are now past the deadline and Brexit still hasn't gone ahead. What are you going to do? I'm going to cover it. Sounds sensible. What with? The Great British Flag. Ouch, that's gotta hurt. Gotta be done. Yes, so we've come to the final question of the show. Are you both ready? You know what you're playing for. Just to remind our audiences at home, Carl could be going home with... Drumroll, please. A signed autobiography by the man himself, China. By Donald Trump. Very impressive impression there, Dick. Thanks, Fanny. And Leanne, should you win, you will be walking away with none other than a cardboard cutout of the man of the moment, Boris Johnson. Right, guys. It's all down to this. Dim the lights, please. According to reports, who is the better leader? Leanne, you were the fastest on the buzzer. Boris Johnson! Carl, over to you. Donald Trump. Wow, what a finale. The answer, guys, was actually Kim Jong-un. Bloody China. He is actually the leader of North Korea, but anyways. 
So neither of us wins anything. Unfortunately, neither of you will go home with the grand prize today, but you both get a consolation prize. Which is? A piece of celery. What? Get home safe, guys. No, I'm not having this. Uh, security. Next week on... This is my country. We welcome huge Vladimir Putin supporter Grigor and has he fallen from grace or can his fan win our race? Justin Trudeau's biggest gal pal, Maureen. Exciting. I, for one, cannot wait. We'll see you next time on One Last Time, everyone. Back off. This is my country. Good night, all. No one. Triple Clef FM, it's 11.05pm, time to join the, uh, the night owls. Natters that matter. Keeping you up to date with all the news, gossip and opinions of your local community. If it matters, call in for a natter. You're listening to... And made an artisan. This week we ask... Would you change how you look to suit someone else? Has your bin ever blown over? Or perhaps you've got a rash from eating too much bread sauce. Let's crack on with our first caller. Cara, are you there? Hello? So what's your dilemma? Well, I recently got engaged. Oh, that's nice. I'm sensing a but. Yes, but... The thing is, he doesn't like me how I am and says if I want to be accepted into the family, I need to change. Sounds like a bit of a knob to me. Apparently, I'm I'm not hairy enough and I'm too pale. That's awful. I hope you told him to do one. It's okay. I don't mind. I I get what he's saying. So, what's the plan? Fate tan and don't shave your legs? No, no, he says I've got to start dressing a little older, you know, like wearing an apron more often and maybe some spectacles. Oh, perhaps he's looking for a mother figure. But I've also got to be okay with us having some moles and badgers living at the bottom of the garden. Never trust a badger. I left my back door open for five minutes once and one came in and ate me bashwari nan off the side. Are you alright, love? Oh gosh, what are you on them for? It's for the hair and he wants the whiskers too. He says, look, you, you need to transition or my mother will never accept you as part of the Sylvanian family. Sylvanian families? Oh, no wonder there was mice and right stuck at bastards. Cara. So, moving on. Does your child fear having their foot measured? Does your foot your bell end? Yes. Well, pop down to shoehorn and let your feet make the music. With lots of odd peppers on offer every week, you'll be spoilt for choice. Shoehorn. Open Tuesday afternoons, two till four only. Okay, we've got Louise on the phone who's been having a rubbish week. Louise, are you there? Oh, uh, hello. So where's you been this week? Where have I been? Uh, just with no, where's your wheelie been? Waitrose? Why's you been there? Uh, j- just needed a few bits. 
Your bin went to Waitrose for a few bits. Sorry, are you trying to do a rubbish joke? <clears throat> Sorry, Louise, Anne's got a cold. What's the issue? Uh, there's a, a dirty towel covering my skylight. How did it get up there? Well, you remember the wind on Thursday last week blew the bins over everywhere. So you're saying someone's dirty towel has blown onto your roof? Yes. I've asked the neighbours and, and they said it couldn't be theirs as their bins emptied privately. Sounds like on your property too. Yeah, I knew, and the council won't do anything about it. And why is that? They said it's a matter for sanitary disposal. Sanitary disposal? How dirty is this towel? You know, second day of your period, heavy. Oh, like when it's gone through the mattress, heavy. Yes, with clumpy bits. That's a right bloody mess. It's ruining my quality of life, having to look up at a small, uncurled period pad casting a shadow over my living room coffee table. Is there anything you'd like to say to your neighbour about this on air? My period stopped years ago. Your mess, Alan. You clean it up. And line your bathroom bin, you dirty bastard. Time for some sales announcements. Hello, Andrew here. I'm selling a tube of limited edition Avon bath pearls. Would like 75p. Oh, I know. Hello, can I order a prawn toast and a ming chow made of four batter chicken balls? Wrong number, love. See you again next week on Natters That Matter. <clears throat> Morning! Or should I say afternoon? <sighs> oh, that was quite the party last night. Well done, sir. Alright, thank you. Are you the only one up? No, the others are stirring. God, John is definitely up. I walked in on him in the bathroom. Oh dear. Number one or number two? Neither. Ugh. Yep. You need to get a lock for that door. I know, I know. God, I can't wait to start cleaning the house. Yeah. It's not looking good in there. Bodies everywhere. I could barely find my stuff. I had to pull my shoes out from underneath Sue. Are those my socks you've got on? No, they're mine, you fool. I'm pretty sure those are my socks. These are my socks that I wore here yesterday. Why would I take your socks? They are my socks! Oh, God, look! Do you think that it might be possible that the manufacturers made more than one pair of socks? No! What? Well, not that brand anyway. What are you talking about? There's this brand, Topsy. And lastly, I would not be standing here today without the loving support of my wife, who sadly couldn't make it today. So I brought along my lovely secretary, Jean. Go on, hun, do the honours. Look, the first ever pair of Topsy's socks. Okay, shut it down. Mr. Topsy, what are you doing? Creating a one-of-a-kind pair of socks. But what about the cost of the factory and the employees? You gotta spend money to make money. Now everybody go home! Wow. Yeah? Uh, that's insane. I know. Um, these might be your socks. I knew it!
Thank you for listening to the Character Building Podcast. This first series was crowdfunded to help bring together 24 women starting out in or brand new to comedy so they could write and perform their own comedy sketches and monologues. A big thank you to everyone who supported our crowdfunder. Your donations helped with travel, equipment, room hire and, most importantly, lunch. Writers, performers, editors and other contributors include Alex Stringer, Charlene Coulter-Clements, Sarah Fordham, Rachel Robbins, Louisa Bennett, Joe Jendel, Catherine Lee, Lizzie Norm, Rookie Hashmi, Lorraine Helen Yolds, Anna Lloyd, Abigail Ransdale, Michelle Taylor, Nicola Brockbank, Mel Judson, Phoebe Farrington, Nadine Grabber, Laura Stoney, Lindsay McQuaid, Show Applewood, Eleanor Bronwyn Appleton, and Steph Bradshaw. Main soundtrack by Charlene Coulter Clements. Additional interludes by Hannah Rackenbury. Extra music was from Incompetech.com by Kevin McLeod. Additional editing by Megan Hayward. Crowdfunding producer credits go to Philip Kelly Dixon, Ralph Kirk, and Jackie Bell. This whole project was put together by me, Jane Postlethwaite, executive producer, in association with Character Building Productions and Women's Comedy Workshops with Jane Postlethwaite. For more information on the comedy workshops, go to www.writesomecomedy.com. This season is dedicated to Catherine Lee. Character Building.